Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 35. I'm Killeen Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bedell Springer. This week's episode is all about leveraging more bookings for your salon. We'll take you through leveraging the client experience award to increase bookings and also give you some August salon promotional ideas. We have Chris Brennan, our content manager, on the show to talk about the importance of writing good content through storytelling. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Chris, welcome aboard. You've been dying to be on the show for ages. Yeah, um, thank you. And now yeah. you're finally here. Yeah, we hadn't had you in a long time, actually. Uh, the last one was the phone call, and then the one before that was online reputation, I yeah. believe. Early days. Man, they're months ago, like. Yeah, I feel it. Um, I, you didn't really notice me trying to drop those subtle hints for a while, but finally I just went... <laughs> Until this on. week when it's like, wow, you've made 35 episodes and I haven't been on any. <laughs> that's surprising. That's amazing. I don't know how you guys got to 35. So it feels like so fast how you got there. So that's amazing. Well, it's mental. Like, even time just... has just been flying by as well. Like yeah. We're yeah. already coming into August. The Salon Owners Summit in Jan just seems like yesterday. Mm, that's it. <laughs> but like, even this alone, this was what, an idea back nine eight months or nine or ten months ago was just See, an idea yeah but we we're like what are we going to talk about in this podcast and zoe was writing blogs they're like hey we'll just talk about what zoe's doing talk just about, do it just, just do it that record was it. and just start those conversations and as long as you know what the topic is there's going to be value to it so uh yeah chris welcome aboard um the reason we got you in this week is because you're actually a storyteller, and this week you were at the Galway Film Festival, weren't you? That's correct. Uh, I actually started out as a filmmaker first and a screenwriter, and uh, when I got into marketing, kind of the angle I was looking at was I, I didn't have marketing experience, but with storytelling, I had to understand who the audience was and provide the best value I could for them. And uh, as I got into the, uh, different companies, even meeting different marketeers, I kind of found that uh, there was a bit of a flip there where they were more interested in trying to persuade something to buy what they had instead of trying to help and help somebody or solve an issue for the person. And that's where I kind of looked at the difference going, well, I just came in going, I want to provide value. Mm -hmm. I, wa I want this audience to basically be entertained or get, get information, become engaged first. And then later we'll, uh, we might reap a reward or benefit from that. If not cool, but otherwise, whenever you saw our brand, you're going to think kindly. It's going to be a warm sensation and you'll go forward. Like you get you get that way when you go to the cinema. You see a film, like if you see a certain actor or a, of even a logo, you'll go, this place, like the Universal logo or Warner yeah. Brothers. You kind of feel fondly looking at that. That's how I kind of look at marketing, go and try to take a brand and go create that kind of sensation for them. And that's just done through storytelling. Yeah, I mean, like we say, like we talk about content and story writing it, it can sound daunting. People will always kind of assume you're talking like writing loads and loads. You don't need the 3X structure or the character arcs or anything like that to tell a story in content. Which I just learned about yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think that might be the daunting part of saying good content through storytelling, which I think is how you phrased it at the beginning. Yeah. Um, storytelling is just about kind of, in my opinion, just kind of opening up your own personality and letting that flow out more so than... Uh, leading with your sales pitch, you know? Exactly, yeah. Um, that, that's how I've always looked at it. Like, it's about building your personality up and, or it actually just allowing your personality to kind of leak out, not being afraid of it. Because a lot of companies, 
they try to kind of craft this fictitious personality, like my business is represented by these factors, mm. but that doesn't really feel real to clients um, and potential clients, especially with the transparency of social media, where like people are succeeding by using Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, by putting up videos of themselves so people get a real raw un- understanding of who this person is yeah. because you are your brand. And the more people understand who you are and who your team is, then the story kind of unfolds around you. So you don't even need to furiously write anything. You just kind of need to be yourself. Be, open. Yeah. Yeah. be because, yourself. Because we say, I mean, like, when you're doing... Such a Disney moral. <laughs> oh, and, like, on Transparency, we had Louis Grenier uh, yeah. on, like, a full episode just chatting about that. Like, that was a topic on its own because it is a growing thing. Like, the way you would talk to your customers would almost be different the way we talk because we're, we're business to business. So it is all about kind of the stats, the figures, stuff like that. But you're more on a kind of personable level with your clients. You're actually out there talking to them as friends nearly. Like, most of them would be kind of classified as... Mm. I don't know most you know yourself well, I, but I consider you, my barber as a friend you'd be yeah you're Maybe always talking about but... yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's a one way relationship sometimes. <laughs> but it's still a relationship nonetheless and it's usually kind of you're sitting there you're chatting away so you don't have to be very businessy and stuff in your content just just be you yeah um, I think so like that's, that's how we've kind of done it like it's funny enough to actually look back and focus on it because it's kind of more instinct based I think that's actually yeah. where the best storytelling comes from and um, even if you would take it back to a script I think a lot of scripts like even in my own experience when I try to write it for a specific function like oh I think people will like this type of story mm-hmm. it never goes as good as whenever I just write for my own interest and what I think is for myself is enjoyable because then I feel like it's truer and I think more people actually connect to it than going, I think people would like this or this demographic would like this. So like even in marketing, a lot of the stuff we do is kind of instinct based. Yeah. And then it comes back to like, who is the audience? Who who are we talking to? How can I relate to their thing first? So it is for somebody, but I have to put myself into their shoes and kind of go, well, we've all been there. We've all We've all had such a busy day, let's say. And that we got X amount of stuff done, but not everything. Yeah. So you get home, you put your kids to bed, you have your dinner. And then by the time like 10 p.m. hits, you start worrying about what you didn't do. And so that's whenever you start like looking online for answers. And it's kind of knowing that situation and being able to provide something for that person right then and there mm. can be more beneficial than going, we have software. We got to sell it because <laughs> that's 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 two different types of uh there's two different types of viewpoints in order to get to pretty much the same conclusion, which is like, we have value. We want you to understand that versus like, we, uh, we have something and you just, we just need you as the user at the other end. Like you've skipped the whole process of a story to understand what yeah. their fears are, what their abilities are, what their strengths are even. So how would you translate that as a, as a salon owner talking to their client? Um, that's a good point. Like um, I once worked in a uh, bike shop or like a bike company and I had the, all these ideas where I wanted to get in mo- more involved in the community like there's always a bicycle event every weekend so I was like what if we went down to these events and we help people like tune their bikes and give them water and take photos with them you know mm. and their response was that's too much work we'll just go 30% off this weekend so oh, just just write so that you know <laughs> and for me I was like but that's that's nothing that's not a story that that's literally nothing we're just the discount joint you know yeah so that's how I can kind of relate it because that was 
business to client. So with salons, like I understand that it can seem easier just to say discount this because we need more business in, but you can run say a like a Debs promotion, but the promotion should be based on, well, what is it like to go to the Debs? What is it like to be that one person who's sitting there worried about not having enough money yeah. or not having the right look? And like once you kind of understand, I suppose the characters and their arc, Killian. Um, then I think that you can start putting together a more honest and pretty much a would-be more successful campaign because that's based uh, through storytelling on who it is, what their needs are. Like, say even back to school, like that'll be coming up soon. Yeah. And you were putting together some great material for it. And I was even think, reading uh, the material going, and you didn't say this, I don't recommend you do, but it is a concern that people would be worried that their child goes into school and their child has the worst clothes and yeah. they didn't cut their hair because you're setting your child off out in this new atmosphere for a brand new year and they might be the one who's bullied or picked on because they don't look get they're not the, on trend they're not on trend yeah <laughs> so i was even looking at that going wow back to school that's where my mind went and it's funny because i suppose a lot of people would just go um back to school we have an opportunity to get more business and then it's all internalized into what mm. the company gets. Whereas I think when you think about the benefits and the value that the other person requires and then go, well, how can I provide that? And the reason you got there is trying to understand who they are. And you've created a storyline basically of how that journey can go. And then it's just such a, and also it's just a more rewarding experience then because say you do it that way and you do run this back to school promotion and you get a load of people in. You didn't trick them to get them in there. Yeah. You actually went, look, we can really help. And maybe you can do a um, a promotion where you can get a, a couple of students in, like a, get, yeah. get one in and the other person gets something else. I have no examples off the top of my head. Or even just more loyalty points for referrals and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. But see, this is now based on you're trying to help classmates make sure that they're, as you say, on trend or looking good. Instead of like, let's get more business, you're like, well... We now know that students who know each other are going to be congregating in one room <laughs> and we know the date they're going to do yeah. that. And of course, they're concerned with how they look, because especially at that young age, looks are so much. You're actually designing your looks to show off who you are inside. And you're not even sure either way who you are on the outside or inside. It's a oh. conflict that, you know what, salons and spots can actually help with. Oh, they yeah. Can help and define like, that or pull that idea out of you. And actually, just yesterday, I was looking at, like, I followed this uh, this barbershop on Facebook and they posted up a contest and they were like, tag a mate and tell tell us why uh, you should be the winners of, you know, two, the, the two free haircuts. Gotcha. And just reading the comments was so entertaining, but at the same time, so like insightful because it's like, well, look at the state of her hair. Like we need, we need this, like, which was really interesting. And it was just through a contest. And they ran that through a contest, yeah. a tag your friend contest, which I think are way, way more beneficial than like and share. Like and share doesn't really encourage anybody to interact with their own their own Friends, social yeah. group, yeah, it's their just own empty their... pictures floating around Facebook. Where, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like you were saying about the engagement, people are actually communicating with each other, and I suppose you've just created a forum from one post <laughs> yeah. on your Facebook page. Yeah, we ran a, an event uh, to do like a live script reading recently, and we gave away a couple tickets. And in the contest, it was like tag a friend who deserves to be this character in the film, you know. And it worked out really well because people were tagging each other and going, no, you're totally that character. And they would actually have this conversation back and forth 
on the thread that we put out. And with mm. Facebook, when people interact with a thread, organically Facebook goes, oh, this has val- this post has value, so it's shared further. So I think that you don't you don't get the empty like and share then where somebody yeah. scrolls past it. They go, these people I know are having this huge conversation and I can see it. Guess what? I want to be that character. So you know what? No, I'm this character. And it's so funny because that came from a good place. We just engage with them on story rather than my function is I want more eyes as possible to see <laughs> yeah. this. Well, that can work, but not really in the rewarding aspect of it for either your audience and your business. Oh, and it'll stop working at some point anyways. Like, I I was reading a a short little blog post that I got through my emails today, and they were just talking about if if you're aiming just for reach and reach and reach, at some point, someone's going to go further further down that road than you are ever willing to go. So you might as well focus on you know, building strong content and storytelling than just trying to reach more people because at some point someone else is going to crack the code and is going to get more reach than you anyways. But also Facebook rewards stuff like that. So like if they see engagement, if they see a community building on your post, that post is now going to start hitting the top of everyone's newsfeed because it's an active community going Mm. on as opposed to, like we said, the like and share. It's an empty image. Facebook's going to go, nah, that's rubbish. No one's going to, like, what value is that offering to the Facebook community? Yeah, I mean that that's what it is. It's it's value. People's time is is more precious than their currency. Like it's the most precious currency they have. It's more it's more valuable than than the amount of money they're willing to spend. Like you have a moment with people and mm. they'll make a decision. I mean, they say that with like website hits like they'll determine whether or not to stay within like seconds. So like you have to make an impression and you got to make those impressions count. And I think the ones that will count are like they're real. They're, they're like moments that people can connect with. So if you can show yourself as a hardworking, enthusiastic individual who really cares mm. about that community, I think you're going to go farther than like, go back to school sale, 20% <laughs> off this day only, la, la, la. You know, like, and we're, we're, we're so um, and static to that. Yeah, and it's not original. It's been done so many times before. Yeah. We expect it from many, many brands across many industries. And it's white noise now. Yeah. But even like retailers almost ruined this whole discounting because when they say like up to 50% off, most people are aware now that that's just a market employee. I think they bring up their price for a month to be able to bring it back down to what it was originally and then say 50% off. So people are actually copping on to We're that. We're savvy that, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like discounts aren't always discounts. No. Yeah. So like... Well, they can't be because it's... This organization is out to make profit, so you'd have to just go, well, they've raised the price to pull it back down. Exactly. So I suppose, like, before you push any content out, think to yourself, is like, can I relate to this? I, like, is or this could, something could that I would comment family. on or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, would my brother or sister... You don't have to try and guess or, or try, like you were saying, I by putting yourself it's in more their about shoes. Talking related. to someone yeah. over talking about something. Yeah. And that's how I always look at it. Like, who am I talking to? Because in any situation, even in social situations, like especially like networking, like I was in Galway at Frat Film Festival. And that's an amazing experience where you get to go there with an entire community at different levels of success, if you can say that. And uh, you do want to like put yourself out there. You want to kind of stand a little bit different. So, and this does relate to like businesses who are trying to like go against their competition. So I would look at it going, well, Everyone here can't wait for their chance to pitch their film. Yeah. Like that's like you can actually see people standing 
in like a half circle around somebody and they're just kind of like they're doing this little shuffle dance because they just can't wait to figure out a way in and i was there the whole time and because of like my marketing experience i was just trying to talk to people about their films and how they can kind of work their pitch in yeah. or how they can work their marketing and people really found value in it because i'm not talking about myself i'm trying to help you and eventually they will turn around and go oh and you're a writer yourself yeah, yeah. Oh, what's your project? And I'm like, now my audience asked me what I'm up to. Yeah. Like now they're they're the one turning to me, going, "I'd like to know." Like my rule was, I'll never pitch to you. You have to request my pro what my project is because me pitching to you, you have just these glazed eyes, people not looking you in the face, and they're just going, "Uh huh, yeah." I don't want. I don't want to waste my time or your time with that. Mm. I kind of feel like that's what yeah, marketing is. You sit there is. and looking at them, waiting to just say their next thing. Yeah, this yeah. Is like as you're pitching, the glazed over eyes. The minute you stop, they're bang straight in with it, like back Something to them else, again. Yeah. yeah. In, in an thing, environment where everyone's waiting for their turn to speak, it's so nice to be somebody who listens. You know. Yeah. And even if you're listening with the intention of speaking eventually, you're still ahead of the most people in that room. Now, I say all of this because it does totally relate to the competitive environment and like hair and beauty where you're trying to be that place that somebody chooses when the first day of school is about to come by, you know, and who are they going to choose? The person who's selling to them constantly or the person who's actually trying to like understand who they are and provide value? Don't be that guy that's always shouting, 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 yeah. shouting. Like, like Chris said about the whole back to school. Talk to your clients because if you don't have kids, you would never have known that that would have been an issue for parents. Yeah. So by talking to your clients, you're understanding. Okay, they have this, this mm -hmm. coming up. This is going to be a yeah. big, uh, I suppose. Uh, concern. Yeah, yeah, big concern for them. So how can I make their life easier? And like one thing you've actually said, uh, told me before about um, script writing and stuff that are. I really love and I think would work brilliantly for salon owners is you're not selling the script you're selling you because yeah. like so it's like promoting a service you're you're actually promoting your salon it's not just oh we're doing a balayage today or highlights tomorrow or stuff like that it's your salon I'm going to buy into not that once-off service because I've got that service then I'm going to leave get that service somewhere else yeah, or if I get the service and believe in you I'm going to keep coming back to you for other services. Mm. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, then you have to, you have to sell each individual service or product every single time. Imagine the but effort it, in that. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it comes down to how much effort, like you like in that bike company, they have to sell that bike at that price. They're selling the price of this bike. Yeah. Whereas a good, I think a, a or, an organized healthy company is one that people go to you, go to that company because of the company. And they know that, the service, the products, that should go without saying. Like, they shouldn't go in there hoping to get, like, a good service. Like, you don't go to a restaurant hoping that the meal is good. You expect the meal to be good. Yeah. But you went there because you like what they're about. You like what they represent. This is a great um, organization with a personality that you can understand. Do so, I want to buy a bike or do I want to go in and get the full, what's this, experience. the economical experience that Ronan yeah. was talking about in his Ronan, last blog? John, John DeJulius John who DeJulius, also mentioned yeah. it on the last week's podcast. I want to know, I, I want to go in and I want you to ask me questions about my, what am I going to do with a bike? One of the worst. And how am I going to maintain <laughs> and take care of that bike after? And the right bike shop that's not screaming about the bike, it's yeah. just screaming about the bike shop. They're the ones that are going to offer you this full package. One of the worst uh, customer experiences I've actually ever had is when I was buying an engagement ring. And I, I found, I found <laughs> the type, the one I wanted online. And I went in and I was like on my own. No one knows what I'm doing. And I really don't know much about jewelry. 
So I went up to the, the clerk and I was asking her about it and she literally takes it out, puts it on this little felt uh, material and she's like, there it is. And I was like, okay, so I pick it up. And what, I look at it twice, I kind of rotate it twice. And oh, I'm like, sparkles, yep. I'm like, great. <laughs> and she she does not acknowledge anything. I have to go like, can you tell me more about this? So she says, oh, it has this many carrots. Can you tell me how that, and I'm just, I'm dragging this out of her. Like she just refuses to let me know. And like a week before that, I went to a cigar shop and they were like, welcome, sir. Would you like an espresso while you look for a selection? They give me an espresso and they walk me through each cigars. I'm like, how did I get better service buying a cigar than I did buying an engagement ring? Yeah. And I said, they're going, that, I'll never forget that cigar shop because they made me feel like welcome and they made this magical. I'll never forget that jewelry shop because <laughs> they made me feel like I was stealing it, but they were like, they were untrustworthy of me because they're like, here, hold it, and just staring at me. I was like, this should be like the most magical moment in a shop I've, I've experienced yeah. to this point, <laughs> and you ruined it. So I'll never go back to you. You may have got I the found that ring ball. somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally willing to get it, but out of principle, I'm like, I don't like this. So, yeah. But that that is the thing. You can get the exact same services and treatments you're providing anywhere. So why am I coming to you? Mm. The cig- Actually, now that I think of the cigar shop, Guy was asking what the what I plan to do with a cigar, and we because I was like, yes, yeah, especially that my brother's coming back to town, so we're doing this. Why wouldn't anybody go? Oh, engagement? Does she know you? Like you've got the ultimate story right in front of you, and you refuse to acknowledge it. As you, I'm like, <laughs> surely they don't she know? hear that. Like, do you, what's your yeah. plan? Like, get me involved because you know what? I'll become really warm to you because I'm nervous right now because she might say no or I might mess it up, and I've got all this mo- yeah. in, this emotion swirling inside, and you're a brick wall. I'm like, no, that's that's not the experience I was looking for. So, Chris, like. Some great info. Um, I suppose, do you have any like, key points to for salon owners when it comes to their next piece of content? Now, when we say content, we're not just talking about a Facebook post or an email. We're talking about just like the information that is leaving your salon and going out there to clients and potential clients. Yeah, I suppose we kind of hinted at it earlier. Um, like the next, as you say, content or campaign, it's like you're going to be putting words together mm-hmm. and sending it out to your your audience why on their side why not on your side we you understand what you're trying to get out of it you're trying to get them to book an appointment but why should they book an appointment with you it seems like such a simple question but put yourself in their shoes they're walking down the street they've got three bags in their hand they're probably late to pick up their child all this stuff is an everyday thing why would they stop and do that what's the angle what what's the point and if you did say, because we've been going back to this example, like the back to school special, or like, why like make that make that really feel real and a concern, and like mm. highlight the reasoning why they're going to do this, and that's where you can storytelling can really come in because you identify what their needs are, and you can spin that into, but we're here to help you. And keep asking why, not just why once, <laughs> why, 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 until yeah. eventually. You've nailed it down. We do that with our features for for salon owners. Like when, yeah. when we're trying to figure out what features should be beneficial. Our dev team do like so many interviews. They go out and they actually work in salons because they have to figure out why somebody needs this. Yeah. Whereas other companies just kind of like go, oh, we've heard that people talked about this. So Instagram's a is a craze. So Instagram's like, but why? We think this will be a good idea. Yeah. Do we know? <laughs> yeah. I'm actually building which I guess this is a little heads up. I'm actually building an Instagram webinar at the moment 
And I think slide four is, do you need Instagram? <laughs> I'm not here to sell Instagram. Like, do you need it? Because you, you, can, you can attend this masterclass and I'm not here to sell this to you. First off, let's find out if you need it because then you would have saved yeah. so much time by attending this one webinar to go, you know what? I actually, that's not, a, that's not an area that I want to put my resources into. Mm. Yeah, so like, I think it's interesting that so many people go straight away into this going, this is why you should be on Instagram. Millions of people here. Bill, it's like, but should you? Let's find out first. They don't know your clients. slide four. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can stick around if you want, but like, let's find out. You know what? I believe most people will find value, but it's up to you to decide that. So let's look at those options. I mean, like, you can't jump on every trend going beyond every, like, platform, channel, media, whatever. Yeah. But are your clients there? Like, what, what's the point in being on Snapchat if none of your clients use Snapchat or Instagram, anything like that? If your clients aren't there, it's wasted investment. But also, if, you, if so in this Instagram scenario, like, if you're not willing or you're uncomfortable kind of sharing your own personality and your team's personality, maybe Instagram isn't for you because that audience is there for more personable experience. Mm -hmm. Like the Instagram uh, story is such a great function to be like your day-to-day -day activity. Like taking photos with, not not just of like before and afters. I mean like photos of you smiling with your clients. Like all that stuff yeah. is just gold on that platform. If you're not ready for that or you're not up for that, then don't go on there because you can find another avenue potentially, but if if you if you're not willing to go for that audience who are on that platform, then don't do it. Yeah, yeah. it's finding what works for you in the end. Channel your focus into what works for you. So I guess that's the final note then on storytelling is know your channels as well. Yeah, because not everything is right for the for each channel. You know, so you like an SMS could be difficult to kind of encapsulate the idea of of uh, back to school specials in. Such a small amount of characters. characters. Yeah, there's definitely a way. I could not think of that off the top of my head right now, but potentially you can really rush, like you can really run a whole campaign based on being, say, a mother with a child going back to school so you understand on a different type of platform. Yeah. And you can't run that campaign on SMS as smoothly because then you they'd receive like 50 SMSs. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Chris may as well end it on that note because that just summarized it perfectly. Yeah. Um, know your audience, know where to focus your efforts and... Know your channels. Know your channels, exactly. Perfect. Thank you very much, guys. I've loved this and hope we'll be back before, uh, <laughs> before episode seven. I'll, I'll just say <laughs> part one, Chris. Part two next week, yeah? Yes. Because, yeah, I mean, stories do come in three acts, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is act two. Act two. Act two. Um, yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. So that was Chris with um, content and storytelling. It was actually quite good. And yeah. again, content, it's not all just about words. Content is anything. It can be video. It can be images, emails, SMS. Mm. Content is just information. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of information... We've got a few. <laughs> so uh, uh, We have a few information. A few, a few bits of information. So just recently... Uh, uh, we had the Client Experience Award uh, from Forest On Software go out. And uh, one thing that we haven't, hadn't really covered ever was what you can do with that award to, you know, leverage that and increase bookings in your salon. 
So what else can you do with it other than stick it in your window? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> to put it like that, yeah. Um, so there's quite a few things, but like chatting away to different clients and um, the girls on the uh, Client Experience Award team and PR and events and stuff, uh, we've come down with like five bigger, bigger ones, let's say. So the first one, obviously, and you've probably all done this, uh, social media and window fronts. So mm-hmm. like you said, sticking up that sticker in your, in, in your window and put it up on social media. Uh, another cool thing that you could do is put it up on your consultation forms because that reminds your clients or even just new clients uh, that you actually have this award and, and yep. it's a customer service uh, proof basically of you know, you're doing really well. There is just one thing I will say with the, and while it's amazing to see, um, we are all about helping you with your branding and marketing. Um, people love the client experience awards so much that they've actually replaced their, uh, their Facebook profile pictures with the logo. That is great. It looks great and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, be careful of your brand. Like, mm-hmm. do your clients really, like, if they were face, um, oh, searching like, your Facebook page, like I, I'd have it attached with an image. Oh, like even if you just keep your profile picture as your brand logo, yeah. but then on your cover picture, say have your salon, like that reception 100%. area or whatever, yeah. and then add the uh, the client experience or there maybe uh, superposed mm-hmm. or something like that. But yeah. Just be aware that you need to you make sure need your to, logo yeah. is still on display. Um, then one of another one was to uh, send a press release to local publications, newspapers. Uh, you know, it is a newsworthy uh, thing. So you know, do not underestimate the power of local <laughs> media because yeah. at the end of the day, most of your clients are going to be locals. Ah, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. So that's there. Um, also in that blog, uh, basically you have um, you have another link to how to write press releases. So uh, if you if that's an avenue that interests you, you can definitely check that there. Um, and then the third bigger uh, avenue you could do is giving back to your clients with uh, a certain type of promotion. So basically uh, an SMS maybe or an email campaign or maybe both, a combination of both. But give back to the people who have voted for you. Oh, completely. You would never have got this reward without your clients. Like your clients have been vocal and you always want your clients to be vocal, whether it's good or bad. That's your feedback. Yeah, because if, if you don't know, basically, the, the Client Experience Award is not based on a panel of judges. It's based no, on the average review over a year's time. From May to May. From May to May. And you have to, uh, within those client reviews, you have to maintain an average of four out of five or higher. Uh, so it is all back to your customers, basically. If mm-hmm. you have this award, it's thanks to them. Exactly. So, you know, maybe throw up a little promotion and give back to them. Uh, another thing you could do is host a salon or a spa celebration event. So you could have just a little night in with a few bottles of Prosecco, maybe. Again, celebrate with your clients, you know, say thank you. Um, a thank you goes a long way. Oh, <laughs> You'd be really surprised. does, yeah. yeah. But like, even if they didn't come along, I mean, like, if you... 2,000 clients you send out an email out or having a client appreciation night and only 50 people come along you've invited the others and that's, mm. that's enough to be like uh, they've actually yeah. they, they've heard me exactly yeah. and then the fifth one is um, probably not as uh, you, you wouldn't think about it off the top of your head but you can use this award to apply to other industry awards and a lot of people have been doing that lately actually that's why it was put on the vlog wasn't it because yeah <laughs> 
Aoife's been getting, Aoife's pretty much writing these, uh, <laughs> she's pretty much writing the uh, application forms with the logo now at this stage. She was well, doing I think up... you did a few as well back in, you know, in the, fa- the past year or back something. In, yeah, my, my earlier days, but now I saw Aoife there where there was a woman who was actually going for a Women in Business award ceremony and she has to do up a presentation. So Aoife went out and got some of her really nice reviews, clipped them together, got the, our client's Love as Client Experience Award, put it all together on a little presentation and that was actually just done Friday. There just a couple of days, or Thursday, just a couple of yeah. days ago. And the client loved it. It took five minutes of Aoife's work and it, like, the result. Yeah. The result exactly, um. So those are the five bigger things you could do with the client experience award, um. So if you want more information on that, that's all in the blog. Uh, you'll find it probably on the first page still, um. But if we do move on to, I just want oh. to just for anyone that is a forest sell on software client to be able to get that award, you have to have the reviews feature switched on. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to come through forest those yeah, reviews. Exactly. Yeah. So just be mindful if if you're calling people looking for the reviews, no, that doesn't work. Mm. So moving on uh, to our next uh, blog topic this week is uh, more uh, more tools for your arsenal. Yes, exactly. And I mean, I've actually I was actually surprised because in the month of July, you know, we've we've been running the the thirty days to grow campaign, but on the Facebook page of Forcelon Software, I got a message uh, from uh, from someone saying, "Where's the July marketing toolkit?" I'm waiting for the download. And I was like, oh, because we didn't actually put one out in July because of the 30 Days to Grow campaign, because it is pretty much a marketing toolkit on its own. Is this your way of saying it slipped your mind? <laughs> no, it was planned. It was lesson. all planned. Yeah. It was all planned because it's a 30-day campaign with little tips and tricks. So we were like, okay, we'll, we'll replace that. We won't push out another toolkit in July and yep. we'll just bring it back in August. But I was surprised to see that actually, like, loads of people are looking for it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that's nice. So I'll kick it back again this month. It's like they say when you're coming up with a new product. If you <laughs> break it to find out if people want it. <laughs> yeah. So you stop sending out the marketing kit and people were like, where? Oh, Zoe, what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, break yeah. it to fix it. <laughs> so in this toolkit, uh, this is for August, basically. So there's, a, there's no official, like, big date. So there's no, like, Father's Day or, uh, you know, any kind of big events like that. Uh, but there are like a few international days you can mark it around. So the Girl Friends Day, and I'm talking as in friendship, so nothing to do with relationships, but it's easy to market for for you guys in this industry because you can offer extra loyalty points for friends referrals. Uh, you can run targeted Facebook ads. You can host photo competitions for besties photos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one. And then you've got another few where uh, you can, you know, market for single working women's day because if you think about, again, the why, uh, and I've put up 10 SMS templates for this, but it's just like if you're a single working woman, you're probably overwhelmed with work and personal life things. And you're just, you're just like, I think about my mom and she's a single working mom, like mm-hmm. two kids. And she, she would have been more than happy to have that break in the day to just have someone take care of her stress, you know, get a little massage or a facial or something like that. Cause she was always on the run. She still is. <laughs> I love how you're describing this. Cause it just completely backs up Chris's point of, 
put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Don't just put content out for the sake of it. You actually went back and thought, how would my mother have felt about mm. this? And yeah. then you're like, bam, 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 here's the templates. So, so I mean, that's that's one. And again, uh, there's a few other ones there, uh, right? So there's loads of, uh, loads of, tools and and graphics and sms templates that you can download from from that blog and then we have a whole section on back to school because that is probably one of the big things coming up in august and then in september uh we'll be talking about uh, proms and debs and stuff because that's also uh, a topic between august and september so it mm-hmm. had to be one or the other and then the other one would follow yeah so if if you have if you want m- any ideas like or a- even just like graphics to get you inspired to create your own. You can go on the Forest blog. The toolkit is there for free. Uh, in the blog itself, you have loads of descriptive ideas. And then when you download the toolkit, you get all those graphics and, and templates and stuff. Yeah. And if you're a Forest Salon software client, we have the email and the SMS templates for August uploaded to your system. And the monthly marketing campaign that we've started doing the last few months, you'll be, um, you'll be getting that on email. So you'll be sent to a type form where you get to essentially build your own campaign it takes you 30 seconds uh you design your campaign and then we ship it out for you so yeah so i guess i guess on to the the forest academy webinars um we have one actually today uh, it's led by chris brennan who was just on the show earlier uh, so that's at 3 p.m to 4 p.m uk ireland time so if you want to hear more of his beautiful voice, sign up for that one. <laughs> yeah, so 3 to 4 UK Irish time and 10 to 11 US Eastern time. And that's the Facebook uh, the face- Facebook Masterclass, sorry. And then coming up uh, next would be August 2nd, and that's the Retailing uh, Masterclass led by myself. Uh, and we talk about how to build a retailing culture in your salon, build an experience about around, you know, selling retail. Uh, like Chris said, not have that ring experience just it's not it's not supposed to be pushy it's not supposed to be daunting it's just if you understand your client's needs then Mm -hmm. it'll just flow in perfectly with the conversation so that's pretty much it for the webinars as well yeah so that's essentially episode 35 episode 35 already (laughs) (laughs) so uh next week uh we'll mark the end of the 30 days to grow campaign so you've got something special coming up there but we won't say much until then it's going to be special and it's going to be sad because I've, I like, I'm really enjoying going through the Facebook group. I'm enjoying the Facebook lives and just kind of seeing how you guys are getting on. There's actually submission, isn't there, for the 30 yes, days to grow? Yes, so if you do want, we know, we want to hear uh, your stories and how you got on with, the, with the, the whole challenges. Why did you do 30 days to yeah. grow? How did you and your team get on? Did you, are you closer as a team now? I'd imagine a lot of you are. Probably, yeah. And and I mean, uh, we've sent out an email so uh, to all uh, people who have registered for the challenge, uh, basically asking you to share a story with us, your story with us, and uh, you can win loads of prizes and stuff like that. So the big one being being on this show. On this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Killian's yeah. really excited about that. Oh, one. <laughs> I'm so excited! I can't wait to actually talk to one of you and see how you got on throughout the whole thirty days. Because mm. what are we? We're like twenty twenty fourth. Twenty fourth now. 24 days I haven't got to talk to anyone so um, yeah join us on the show enter enter your mm. submissions and then there are a couple of other ones like just kind of get featured on the website yeah, which is being, equally big being on the promo for next year's challenge and stuff like that so yeah. I strongly encourage you to refer back to your email we'll be posting it in the Facebook group anyways as well uh, how to uh, enter that contest and stuff like that but. and as always if you're enjoying the show or if you 
want to be on the show yourself or know of anyone that you want to hear on the show um, get into contact with us let us know and maybe some leave us uh, leave a review or a comment on iTunes yeah that'd be yeah. great let us know how you're getting on <laughs> so we wish you a lovely week and we'll catch you next Monday all the best